0: This week on Dice Boys. <laughs> <This> is like...
1: <laughs> there, there is it one It is funny phenomena. off? Obviously. No, <laughs> <gonna start> <laughs>
2: Yes, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Dice Boys again this week. Blake here, I'm your DM, and boy, we are getting close to the end of Season 1. This here is Episode 7 of The Lonely Art Collector. Last episode was, <laughs> it was a doozy. Uh, let's recap. So on the roof of the tower, yawn, yawn. ...found a powerful wand... ...clutched in the dead wizardy hands... ...of the tower's former owner... ...and he also found a ring of jumping... ...and some runes... ...inscribed around the body... ...meant to ward off... ...some mysterious evil... ...a little disconcerting... ...Yon-Yon uh, eventually joined forces... ...with Biggle and Dodge in the kitchen... ...and all of them... ...together with one of their Wood Elf allies... ...began fighting back against Hans's crew... After a little, after a little red herring sidetrack into the storage basement, of course, and while big old Dodge and Yon Yon were joining up, Hans himself was interrogating Matthias and Alok, trying to find out why our players were at the tower. During the course of that interrogation, we learned that Amadeus, the dwarf who hired our heroes, had a love affair with Holly's sister and it was Holly's sister who apparently killed Hans's grandfather but it wasn't too long after that that our players went full murder hobo uh, killing fancy Henry and Jaeger in the kitchen then bursting into the banquet hall where Yon Yon used his newfound wand to reduce Hans to a bloodless pile of ashes and loot fight against Hans looks to be over, but the players still need to find the painting and bring it back to Amadeus. What kind of weird wizardy nonsense will get in their way? Well, to find out, let's head to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Dosh, you are in the banquet room. Behind you, up against the wall, are your bound companions, Matthias, Alok, and Holly. And before you, seeming momentarily taller than you recall, is your wild-haired, kimono-wearing, wand-wielding wizard employer, Yon Yon. Badass. Yeah. And just past him on the ground is a pile of ash and items that used to be Hans. The arced lightning that laid Hans to waste had illuminated the room so abruptly and brightly that it left a, a glowing streak in your vision that you kind of try to blink away, this, this, this glare. And the flickering torches... Dropped by Yasmina and Yosefina are the, now the only source of light in the room, um, meager and wanting as they now seem. And you can taste ash and fire in your mouth, your tongue is dry, and the air in the room feels taut, constricting. And you were at once overwhelmed with the smells of smoke and blood and fury and fear as these two crossbow wielding bandits that Hans had hired turn heel in response to Yon Yon's power and they tried to head out. Doge, it is your turn. What would you like to do?
3: Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit shocked. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very dramatic turn of uh, sort of personality for Yan Yan, from my point of view. Yeah, certainly. And I'm just kind of like wide-eyed. At my majesty in power? And that's right. Oh, nice moves, boss. Uh, maybe next time we get open with that. No offense. <laughs> None taken. take it. And then I'll go uh, untie the homies. Who do you untie first? Matias. Okay, so he is gagged
2: as well. Actually, uh, where's Holly? Holly is also up against the wall with the three of them. I'm going to untie her first. And I believe she was gagged as well.
3: I'm going to kneel down in front of her and take the gag out. Miss, I'm sorry for what's uh, transpired here, but... Uh, Well, I recommend you see about your boy. He's got a... He's got a mighty fire inside him right now. (laughs) And I'll untie her. She says, Who? What's... What did I just witness? What... uh, uh, Who are you talking about? Oh, uh... Shit. Uh... Uh... You know, uh... Old boy was hanging out with you. Uh, there was two of them. And, uh... You know what had transpired was one of them di- did die. I-, I hope you know about that. <laughs> he did. She says, "I hate to be the one to break that news, if that's the case." As with Ellis, we will return
2: him to the Orum.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, the other one. Uh, help Al. me out, Al. That's right. He's uh, he's just over yonder. He's uh, I reckon if he doesn't find somebody to. He doesn't cut off somebody's head here. He's gonna go find somebody somewhere else. Just I mean, like those
2: two and Yasmina and Yosefina are making their way toward, to the door of the banquet hall, leading out into the foyer. And we cut to you, Biggle, in the kitchen with Al.
1: Creak. And <laughs> I poke my head out uh, through from the cellar door. From the cellar door. Uh, is it over? Please tell me it's over. Please tell me it's over. Please tell me it's over. And Al looks at you uh, as he's running
2: toward the kind of saloon style door that leads to the hallway that Yon Yon just burst through. And he says, did you see that flash of light? Something is afoot and I want to be a part of it. Through the window, the waning evening light glints off this butcher's cleaver that he has in his hand. And
1: he bursts through the door. Into the hallway, out of your vision. I wasn't going to stop you, so (laughs) feel free.
2: (laughs) He's not even there to hear you.
1: Yeah. And then uh, I slowly make my way out of the kitchen, but I'm still pretty pretty cautious as I'm moving through. Uh, And I'm going out the door that leads into the hallway between the kitchen and the banquet hall. I'm going to start walking towards the foyer.
2: As you do, you see two figures emerge into the foyer and run toward the front door and it's these two female
1: I, bandits as soon as i see them i take a, a huge step back as far as i can go and i put my back against the wall and my chain mail sort of shutters against the the side of the wall and i just i suck in my little gnome belly and i try to just hide along the edge of the nice wall. nice al bursts into the
2: dining room right next to you dodge as you're Freeing Holly.
3: Yeah, this one. This guy right here.
2: He looks at Holly and he says, Where are they? I want to spill their blood into the earth. See what I'm saying? She says, Al, our brothers are dead. The fight is over. We must perform the rites and get them back to the tribe so that they may return to the Orum." And he kind of stands there murderously with this cleaver in his hand and he scans across the room and he looks at all of you he looks at you yon yon standing there with a wand and he squints at you and he's wielding this cleaver menacingly and he looks at you alok bound up next to holly and he looks at you Matthias, and sees you gagged and wide-eyed I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to assume that you're wide-eyed. You might be profoundly indifferent to <laughs> what's happening here. You seem like you've been tied of before. This is, this is not accurate. a new scenario for you. He, uh, he kind of takes it all in. a you see the, the murderous rage kind of drop from his eyes. And he drops the cleaver. The sound of it thudding into the floorboards has just way more gravity than you would expect. As he realizes the emotional weight of what has transpired in this tower two of his brothers are dead and he goes and kneels down next to you dodge and helps you release holly from her bonds and he looks at you and he says i don't know who you are but thank you
3: no thanks necessary Bubba. sorry for your loss
2: and he just kind of meanwhile biggle you can see the figures of Yasmina and Yosefina bursting out the front door. And as they do, you can kind of get a sense that the night has waned and it is slowly conceding to the emerging daylight. And you get a
1: waft of fresh air that competes with the smoky atmosphere of the tower. Seeing them run out the front door, smelling the breath of fresh air, I am remembering the room that we walked into. And now that sort of the fear is gone, mm-hmm. um, Bigel, Bigel's sort of inquisitive nature is coming back. And I want to walk into the foyer, and as I do, I want to make a perception check as I'm walking past the statues that are there. Go ahead. Yeah, roll. Um, that is going to be a... 16. Okay.
2: Yeah. So uh, flanking you on your left and your right as you come out of the hallway into the foyer are these two statues that you didn't really take a lot of notice of when you guys were first, when you first stepped into the tower and were kind of overwhelmed by the ambiance of the whole place. But now you get a better look at these two statues. And to your right is one that has crumbled a little bit. Uh, and it appears to have been some sort of warrior on a horse. And the horse is reared up its front hooves, ready to come down on something. Whoever is mounted on this horse, the head is broken off on the statue and has crumbled to the ground next to it. And the sword that or w- the the weapon that it had in its hand has also crumbled onto the ground next to it. And it's laying in this pile of leaves that is The, is the sword in. in pieces or is it? still it it is in a couple pieces on the floor and it is just a mundane kind of stone statue but you see to your left another statue which is of someone playing a flute Mm -hmm. as all
1: these figures kind of dance around Mm -hmm. and this whole time biggle is thinking like okay i've searched everywhere i've searched everywhere in this tower for this painting There has to be something that I don't understand, and there has to be something that I don't know. On first glance, they seem to be just mundane statues. Then I want to climb up the statue of the one that is playing the flute, Mm -hmm. and I want to... I'm just kind of going to start like tugging on things, thinking that maybe there's some sort of secret in this.
2: Yeah, and as you do, the, the flute bit when you wrap your hand around it comes out unnaturally because it seems
1: like it's part of this stone. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I kind of tumble back off the statue onto the floor.
2: Nice, yeah, because you gave it a hard tug yeah. thinking it was just stone attached to stone and it just slipped right out. Now you have in your hand an actual flute, not a stone flute, not part of the statue, but, but it an actual it flute. It didn't look like an actual flute up there. It looked no. like stone. When it was on the statue, it was
1: a deception. Oh shit! Magic. I would like to use my Artificer's Lore ability. Finally, okay. <laughs> I get to do this. I'll okay, wait. Tell me what this I'll does. wait and do it later. If you want to get to now, yeah. point, okay. <laughs> Lay it on us. So <sighs> you're laying yes. on your back. I'm laying on the ground, and I'm like, something's not right. Something's not real about this. I'm gonna figure out what it is. What are you trying to ascertain here? Well, I'm trying to figure out. So I've looked everywhere in this tower for where this painting could be Mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's there's nothing. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. And so in the like fear of this fight, I've just kind of been trying to hide and keep looking for stuff. And I remember these statues when we came in. But we were looking for a place to sleep And so I didn't pursue it And mm-hmm. now that that fear is gone I'm like there's gotta be something lock. Yeah In there And now that I pulled this flute out I know that there's something that's not right about them So I'm trying to figure out how it works Okay And me as a player Knows that there's something going on But my character doesn't know that Right So I'm trying to play into that Um so, I'm going to make an intelligence check. Okay. Which is a 19. And then my proficiency bonus is two. So, I get to add. You rolled a 19? I rolled a 19 and I get to add a plus four to it. Jesus. Yeah, this thing's magical as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: as evidenced by the fact that it appeared to be stone in part mm-hmm. of the statue. And now you hold it in your hand and it is a playable instrument.
4: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I don't know how to play at all
2: no yeah you 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 put it up to your lips and blow into it and it's it's like a first grader in music yeah. class when they first pick up a
0: recorder <laughs> 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 uh,
2: but you know that it can make sound and you get the sense with your 24 intelligence check
1: you get the sense that you're onto something uh-huh so i'm gonna push myself up off the ground and i'm gonna tuck the flute into my belt Mm-hmm. and I'm going to start walking towards the banquet hall. Okay, do you go in Like the f- scampering quickly okay. to the banquet hall.
2: Do you go in the front door of the banquet hall, or do you go up the hall into the side door? Uh,
1: no, the door is just right to the, to the right of me, yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. going to go straight through there.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. So cut into the banquet hall. Uh, Dodge and Al have freed Holly. Holly and Al are now kneeled over the body of Powell. At this point, I mean we'll just come out of initiative and you guys tell me what you do. I mean, A-lock, you're still bound. Matthias, you're oh, bound no, again. I'm gonna pretty much sheath the wand. Tuck it into the belt of yeah. your kimono, which yeah. is your version of sheathing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As you sheath the wand, or attempt to do so in the belt of your robe, you need to roll a D twenty to see if this wand disintegrates in your hand because you use the final charge. So if you roll a one, it's toast. It's a nat twenty. Boom <laughs> Weighted dice. Weighted dice. God Dude, damn I it. don't know what's up with these. I swear to God. Weighted dice. They're not uh, weighted. It certainly does not disintegrate as you tuck it away. In fact, you feel very vindicated. Zaps you right in the uh, <laughs> leg. Right in the berries. Um and I'm gonna walk over and untie Alock. Uh huh. And use Mage Hand to untie Matthias simultaneously. So as I'm untying... Okay. That's quite a bit, but uh, for you to be able to manage, but I'll... I just obliterated uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I think you're going to tie two people. No, you
2: oh. didn't. The wand did. Uh, but the... <laughs> Zing. Behind uh, every wand is a great
1: wizard. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that wizard is dead now. And here you are.
2: Okay, so... I'm I'm hesitant to set the precedent that you can do a focus task while your mage hand also does a focus task, i.e., you untie someone while your mage hand also untie someone. But in this case, just to move the story forward, we'll say that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Sure. Fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, actually, I tie these is... guys,
1: in, I find the painting all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I untie everybody, I find the painting, I kill the dude, I do This it is all. more I interesting to me,
2: actually. You go to untie Alok, and you're you're feeling super confident after just this huge wand blast. And so you are like, all right, Mage Hand, untie Matthias. But instead of untying him or ungagging him, it just kind of slightly slaps him <laughs> <laughs> <Just kinda laughs> <laughs> slaps him on the face a little bit uh. just kind of tenderly slaps around because you're not able to c- really focus on what the Mage Hand is doing because you're focused on untying a
3: <laughs> and Dodge
2: you see this happen I'll go ahead and help a brother out okay so we'll, we'll, we'll just go ahead and fast forward and say that you guys all get untied, ungagged, and you're standing in this room with Holly an owl with the dead body of Powell and the ashen pile that once was Hans, as well as the dead body of Fifi, which Hans viciously murdered when Matthias used his, his class consciousness to, to turn this subservient creature, creature against its master.
0: Not cool, Hans. He has a way with words.
2: So, uh, that's... It's up to you guys now. The reins. So
3: how is everyone? (laughs) (laughs) You both look a little... beat up?
0: Uh, I... I'm... I'm fine, boss. Uh, I didn't tell him anything.
4: It was not the most pleasant of experiences, but, uh... Yes, no, it was not very pleasant at all. Thank you for uh, helping us. So, um, are we going to find the painting, or are we just going to stand here in the room, describing our experiences? And at that point, Biggle
1: walks in with the flute. You tucked it away, or you're holding it? It's tucked into my belt. And I walk in. Oh, what is that? What is that smell? Oh, I obliterated that dude. What was his name? I, I, I,
4: do, I don't even, I did not meet this person. Name of hands, in. I believe. Name of hands? <laughs> That's what I, like Hans I thought. it was like Hans no, or Hans-Jürgen or Jürgen or something like that, yes. Hans. It doesn't matter
1: now. You both look terrible. They do look really bad. That's why I asked them how they were doing. Uh, I'll get to you, I'll get to you guys in a second. Uh, yon I need to show you something. the way, my friend. And I kind of just turn around so that you guys can't see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you hold your back to them. Yeah.
3: You still um, keep it secrets.
1: And I pull the, I pull the flute out, and I go. I found this. It Fell out of the statue outside. Uh. I don't know. I don't. I don't, know. I don't really know what to do with it. But, uh,
4: <laughs> um, perception check. Do I to see if I hear I, that? Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Sure. You know. I think. Uh, I think it might be. I think 18. it might be the key. I think okay. it might be
4: the yeah, key. Yeah, uh, Matthias, over,
2: over, you overhear them whispering about this flute.
4: Oh, you found
1: what? What did you find in the statue? Uh, and I turn around. Uh, well, I want put to my, put my hand on Biggles. I think we are past the point of keeping secrets from them. Nice. Boss. All right. I, fa- I found this flute, and... Despite my great amount of study in, uh, you know, music. Well, that's what I was going to say. I've studied a lot and Ooh, all, music you're a is something that, you know it, uh, it just, second it never best. took with me and I don't have the patience. I don't have the heart for it. So do any of you know how to play? I, mm, I've never played a flute,
0: but. I, I can I can play music sometimes. Uh, I toss it to you, and I do like the most bitchin'est solo
3: ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, no, you're not gonna just do that. Don't.
1: Uh, but but uh, before, th- I'm like Nick Cannon in drums. I got, I drum got a little like, something for you guys uh, that you I might be interested it. in, uh, and I pop out a little flask out of my bag, and I unscrew the little top, and it flips over. And uh I just I just take a little sip and and shudder a little bit and then I pass it down to you guys. And when you drink so, yeah, it, you analog. roll 1d8 and regain that many hit points. Fire damage. <laughs> that is a seven.
2: Ooh, nice roll. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh, this so, is a very strong. Let me have a I need to be sure that this is what yeah, I just, feel it is. Oh yes, this is uh I like this uh this brew of a, yours, yes. Is yes, that ginger? It's a special. It's a special concoction. I've mine. not had anything like this since uh the streets of uh, Goldbridge, yes. That's one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just, just for, for Lenny drink I got the most uh, booze.
2: Alok and Matthias, uh Hans had just barely brought you up. To back to consciousness with yeah, one yeah, hit yeah. point each. So I, I have two hit points. So now, yeah, yeah. exactly. Now you have two, and Alok, you have eight. Yeah, don't fuck with me. I got two hit points. <laughs> and Holly turns to you all. She takes a deep sigh, and she says, "Well, I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, we got word of intruders in the woods, and now here we all are with my dead, my dead brothers, and you're here." For Amadeus, hmm, I, I, I need to step outside. She turns to Al and she says, Al, let's bring Powell and Ellis outside. And they bring the body of Powell and Ellis out onto the front stoop. I'll help them. Great. Uh, as you do, they're, they're working in silence, very focused. Once, once you get the second body out, they, they kind of stop on the stoop, and you look up and you can see over the tops of the trees an emerging lilac and orange color as the sun is rising. The clouds are high and increasingly wispy, and there's the emerging chirp of birds foretelling a coming clear summer morning and high above you uh, smoke rises from the chimney of the tower and you can, you can smell the smoke kind of fighting unsuccessfully against the, the oncoming force of the forest sense of morning. Holly leaves Al and you and the two bodies on the porch of the tower and walks down this overgrown path and reaches her hand out into one of these brambles and pulls away a finch, a little, a little finch that had landed in the bush. And she holds it on her finger and w- with a tear in her eye, caresses it with her other hand and whispers to it and it flies away. And she turns back to you, Dodge. She kind of laughs and says, well, we have about four hours till my father gets here and he'll probably bring the shorn with him if i know him go about your business finish what you needed to do
3: you saying be gone in four hours is what i'm hearing
2: and she laughs and she says at this point (laughs) dodge was it
3: yeah the name of dodge
2: you have nothing to fear from the genaro tribe all right and she looks at you sternly
3: all right. No no offense, miss. Uh, speaking of the business that we have here, I'm hoping we can speak frankly about that. Of course. I get the sense that... Well, let me just ask you outright, do you know what it is that we are looking for in this tower?
2: She says, I have no idea.
3: Do you know about the painting?
2: I'm unaware of the painting. Specifically, I know that Nakatomi, this was his tower. He dabbled... In art in his later years.
3: Why would Hans want a painting?
2: This is a mystery to me as well. He mentioned that he wanted a painting and he wanted his grandfather's dagger, Heinrich's dagger. Uh,
3: what about this dagger?
2: My recollection from the brief bits that I heard from my sister was that Heinrich found it on their explorations. And felt very protective of it. Felt very powerful when he wielded it. At one point, he turned on my sister and tried to take the Feywild stem from her. She was the keeper of the Feywild stem, which was what kept this forest and she gestures around from turning into what it is now.
3: What's that exactly?
2: Overrun With all manner of evil beast.
3: I do believe we ran into a few of those. I'm not surprised. And uh, what about your... uh, The old man's gonna bring the... What's it called now? The Shorn. Yeah.
2: His... His cadre of warriors. They ride great beasts.
3: And why?
2: Well... (laughs) Because I'm his daughter, and he's unnecessarily overprotective of me, so right. I can't imagine that he would come on his own. Got it. Well, and we, need, we need transport for these bodies. We need to perform the rites to return their spirits to the orum that gave them power.
3: Miss, I, I, I do appreciate you helping us out. and uh, Likewise. And, you know... Uh, I am sorry for what transpired here, but uh, I, I, I believe I can speak for the party in saying that uh, we'd prefer to not be around at you know, such a time to receive these Sean folks or whatever. <laughs> doesn't really sound like our speech, so if you know anything, not to be crass, but... I
2: I would give you any information that you seek if I had it, but... If you're here looking for a painting, hopefully
3: it's somewhere in the tower. All right. Well, I'll take my leave and thank you again. And she sits
2: down on the stoop next to Al, who is kind of caressing the heads of his his fallen comrades, his fallen brothers. And she looks at them, doesn't look at you, and she says, Yes, of course. And kind of drifts off into her own meditative state. She seems weary and overwhelmed.
3: Probably sitting at 1 HP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go back inside.
2: So you guys are all now in the banquet hall
4: together. What do you do?
0: Are you do you know how to play music? A lock?
4: Yeah. Um,
0: my wife says I have a beautiful voice, and <laughs> I—I've I, played a little bit at the inn that we stay at. It's kind of like a perform, and yeah, it's part of the part of the deal
4: with rent. I reach into my pocket and pull out that crumpled piece of paper that I of the song that was upstairs. Can you play this for me
0: on the flute? Um. Yeah, um... Do you know how to read sheet music? Uh, Um... It's okay if n- you don't. No, no. No, I, I don't know how to read it, but if you can tell me or hum it to me, maybe I can play it. Okay, are you ready?
2: Yeah. I'm going uh, to hum it to you. I'm going to give you inspiration for that if you don't have inspiration already. I don't.
0: Are you ready? Yeah. It's it, going to be...
2: Wait, sorry, how did the melody go? (laughs) I forgot, my B. Ode to joy. Uh, It's Ode to joy, dude. (laughs) Again, you need to watch Die Hard. Yeah, I know I need to watch Die Hard. I can do both. (laughs) Hmm hmm I can't i can't for some reason I can't remember the melody Trevor the player yeah. does not know how to hum Ode to joy yeah. Yawn wn does right Yan yawn hums it
0: <laughs>
2: oh okay okay
0: okay uh... okay no 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 no, 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 you're gonna have to
2: you're gonna have to roll a performance check, okay haylock to see if you can execute this my
0: performance that is going to be a 12 Oof! use that inspiration i might have to use this
2: inspiration yeah i think yeah. you should
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> a very character focused time to use some <laughs> inspiration
2: easy come easy go yeah know. uh yeah so you 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 blow it out a little bit and it's squeaky you're trying to find the notes yeah <laughs> I, like puff up my face really big. I
4: mean, is, yeah. It's, yeah it's a,
2: I realized quickly that's not how you do it. It's a, it's a pan flute. It's like the least used of all. <laughs> you just put your mouth oh, over the I hole and crush the shit out of it. Twenty-one. Oh. oh. Nice. Yeah. So initially, y- Yon Yon, you hum this melody to him, and the first thing that comes out of this flute is like, and you're just thinking, oh god, why, why did I give him, it? and then. As you're thinking that, beautifully, cutting through the smell of the smoldering fire, cutting through the smoke, cutting through everything, comes this lovely flute melody. play this melody and all eyes in the room look at you and as you finish you hear a loud stone on stone grating sound coming from the foyer and you guys all rush out the front door of the banquet hall to see what this sound is and you see Holly and Al standing in the front door as well, because they've heard it too. It's a very grating, just (laughs) Underneath the blown-in leaves and the blood in the bodies of the front foyer, this stone mosaic begins to unfurl and spiral down into a stone stairway that spirals down into darkness.
3: You
0: did it, Alok. You did it. I, I did. Bosses,
2: I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Money, please. <laughs> I want to lean down and kind of just put my hand. I do this a lot, but put my hand on your shoulder and say, Thank you, Alok. I knew there was more to you than just brute and brown." Thanks
0: boss, that, that, that means so much to me. I have two things for you. Yeah?
2: And I hand him the bow tie of Fancy Henry. Ooh, that's so good, dude.
0: When you hand it to me, I, I, my eyes kind of just like wince a little bit and then I, I smile and I kind of like clench it in my fist and just shove it in my pocket.
2: And for the final thing, And I hold
4: out my hand, and I take off the Ring of Jumping. This is for you. For me? For you.
0: Doesn't really look that pretty.
2: Yeah, and and actually, as he hands it to you, and you try to put it on your finger, initially, it doesn't fit at all, but you see it kind of expand to fit your finger versus Yon-Yon's life elven fingers.
0: All right. Well. At least it fits well. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Thank you.
2: That is a ring of jumping. What?
3: <laughs> Never mind. I'll explain what it does when it's important.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, cool. And Holly looks at you, Dodge, and she says, well, looks like you're closer
4: to finding what you came here for.
3: Uh, yeah, that's right. But uh, I don't know if we're going to end up being happy that we found it.
4: Also, Elok, I believe that you should keep that flute as well because it seems to be a flute of uh, door stairs. So uh, you can just use them on floors and they just open up into stairs anywhere. Do you think it works everywhere? I, I mean, you should try it. This is a possible explanation. I'll try it back at the office. We should do that, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I just put my put my hand on my head. <laughs> you just, face palm i just ashamed of... <laughs> also, you are a ring man now. You wear a ring. It looks very good on you. Well, I already have the one over here, but... Yes, but this is just a wedding ring. This is that just five, this is whatever. This is, but this is a very special ring. Yeah, they're both pretty
0: special rings. <laughs> I,
4: Fair enough. I mean, but what does a wedding ring give you? I mean, this... Okay, okay, let's... let's. let's <laughs> yes, but one gives him jumping. The other one gives him a... Commitment. and <laughs> Lifelong pain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just turn around and start making my way towards
2: towards a spiral staircase going down. Okay, so yeah, Ooh. you guys all see as Yon Yon begins head shaking, his nest of hair kind of flopping back and forth. His kimonoed, lithe figure
1: walks down these stairs into darkness. Uh, I start walking and I turn around to you guys. Well, who's coming?
2: Uh, I'm coming, boss. I'm right behind
3: you. Yeah, right behind you.
2: All right. So you guys begin making your way down the stairway into darkness. Hey, everyone. Blake here again. Boy, we oh, we're getting so close to to the end of season 1. Huh? Kind of bittersweet actually. Uh, anyway, in these in these last couple of episodes, I want to make sure I take the time to squeeze a few more acknowledgments in. So, first, let's uh let's take a little a little peek behind the DM screen and and talk about inspiration. Earlier in this session, I gave lock inspiration, so I just want to real quick explain what that is. Uh, when a player has inspiration, that basically means that when they would roll a d20 uh, for an attack or an ability check, etc., they instead get to roll two d20s and take the higher result. So when I'm DMing a game, I love to give inspiration when a player intentionally makes a non-optimal decision because it's in keeping with how they think their character would act. So, in this instance, I gave Brett who who plays Alok, I gave him inspiration because he intentionally chose to not have Alok know how to read the sheet music. Even though it was totally up to him as a player and it would have been would have been way more helpful for the party if he could read the sheet music. But in my mind those those kinds of decisions just make for more dynamic moments and make the story more fun. So yeah, inspiration. He got it. That's, uh, that's it for this week's peak behind the DM screen. Uh, a great, great segment I'm introducing here at the, at the very end of the season for some reason. Uh, another segment I'm introducing is called let's get social where first I give a shout out to some of you who have been reaching out to us or promoting us online. So shout out to Christina Hester, who has been blasting for us on social media, Thank you, Christina. Love you so much. Uh, And a huge shout out to Mateus Auxiliary. Sorry if I said your name wrong. Uh, But Mateus reached out to us from Brazil. Holy hell. Wow. Thanks for all your kind words, man. Uh, And again, sorry if I mispronounce your name. Uh, Education in America is poor. So uh, just keep keep rolling dice out there uh, with your friends and making stories, my dude. If anyone else listening wants to reach out, Hell yeah. Get in touch with us. You can check out our website, DiceBoys.com, and that's boys with a Z, where we have character profiles, player profiles, maps, and a contact page to send an email or leave a voicemail and get featured at the end of an episode. Also, check out our Instagram at DiceBoysPodcast. We update that pretty regularly, and Trevor, who plays Yon Yon, has been in contact with some amazing artists and Whew. boy, there are some just really fantastic collaborations coming down the pipe. So check out our Instagram and reach out to us there. Like I said, we're on it pretty regularly, so it's a good way to get in touch with us. That's it for now. Sorry for the, sorry for the longer break, but this whole episode's a, a bit longer with the uh, with the Dice Boys take on a more quote-unquote classic hijink-laden dungeon crawl. So let's head back to the basement and roll some more dice. Following Yanyan's lead, you all descend down this dark spiral stairway that has emerged in the foyer of the tower. Do you all have dark vision? Who? Uh, it's dark Yon- down here. Yanyan has dark vision. I have dark vision. Matias also has dark vision. If you don't have a you have, dark if, if you I don't have a light it. source, you're not going to be able to
4: see. So,
2: Dodge, you don't have
4: dark vision,
2: <laughs> and you also don't
3: have the drift call because you
4: just bailed on that.
3: Or cool. do right. you have dark vision? My time is my time, so I'm comfortable in the dark. Okay. So you descend the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can
2: see. It. <laughs> it isn't written in stone anywhere, but... <laughs> you descend the stairs for what seems like a long time. Eventually, it comes to a landing. And you're maybe about 100 feet down. This Way. is a very long yeah, spiral whoa. staircase. Yes. Yes. I'm winded. Yes, Not I'm winded really. from descending.
3: I can hang. He's got a- <laughs> it's a different muscle group. Uh, he's got a he's got a. So sort. of my he's tough got it, on the knees, know. man. No, he's a big guy. I'm yeah, top heavy. <laughs> top heavy.
2: It's a lot. Of my, I skip leg I just day. Just imagine from you time all to time. heavy. <laughs> like every part of you is just like a thick sausage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, green sausage. So you emerge onto a, onto a small landing and there is a single iron door in a stone wall on the front of this door is like a giant ornate sculpture of a dwarf face with its beard kind of hanging as a knocker. Do we recognize this dwarf? No. Okay. So it's not Amadeus. It's not Amadeus does not have the distinct scar. Did you guys try it?
3: We all well, came down here together, ju-
2: but We just got here.
0: <laughs> oh, well. Did we try what? Just going through it.
2: There doesn't appear to be a handle on this door.
0: Well, I can't I can't see back here.
2: Right.
4: It could very well be a push door. That's, we might as well try that, right? Just a push? Who? I, I'm coming up first. Who's behind
2: me? Would it be Biggles? Yeah. Um, I'm going to kind of take my hand behind my back and kind of push Biggles forward it seems like this is more
4: of your wheelhouse
2: Hmm. Hmm. let me see here I can feel you breathing on the back of my neck so mm. I just I figured you would want to do this more than me
1: Oh, I, I'll have a crack at it.
3: Oh. See, jumping up to breathe on you. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> jumping from four stairs up. Well, your, like, 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 <laughs> I like. We're going down. Sorry, all, right, all right, all right, yeah. And says, <laughs> Don't come at me that way. Dude. Don't even come at me that way. It's a very Don't small size <laughs> Uh Okay, yeah. So I walk up. Um, there doesn't appear to be a door handle. Um, it's a rather large knocker here in the center, and I'm running my hands along the door frame as high as I can reach I'm feeling them moving across and um, and I'm about as I reach across to touch the the dwarf's face and grab the knocker uh, and I clasp it and I just give it a click yeah and it resounds boom as soon as you hit this door with the knocker and as and I you tr- do I turn around like I meant, I meant to do that. I meant to do it that hard. So <laughs> don't be alarmed. As you do, the rest of you
2: see this face animate on the door. This dwarf sculpture speaks. And he says,
4: <laughs> What
2: the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Uh, well, uh, whoa. Uh, where's uh, a. <laughs> Where's Nakatomi? Well, wait, who the hell are you guys? Who the hell are you? Well, I'm
1: Ludwig, and this is my door. I'm I am the well, you, I am the door now. Yes. How did you uh, become the door? Uh, so, uh,
2: it's a long story. I was, worked with Nakatomi to build this whole place out, and then uh, I had a disagreement with Larry, and then here we here I am. So uh, yeah, now now I'm here.
1: But, boss, uh, who are
2: you talking to?
1: Why is the door talking? Well, guys, this is Ludwig. Ludwig, this is the guys, and uh Hi, hey. you know we just uh, would like to get on the other side. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't really. Uh, I mean,
2: I don't. I don't see Nakatomi, so uh, I don't know why I would. I don't know why I would let you in.
1: Who? <laughs> Nakatomi. That's, is that's his, the wizard boss. It's his tower. It's Nakatomi Tower oh yeah right uh right nakatomi uh yeah yeah i'm sure you guys were good friends huh yeah well no i've actually never met him before um but he we got sent down here we're sent we were sent down here by someone important oh yeah who well do you know amadeus Oh, I know the name. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Amadeus yeah, sent us down from, here. Okay. He said we could come on down.
2: All no, right. Well, I mean, he just he doesn't have. It's it's not
1: his vault, you know. All right. Listen here, Ludwig. <laughs> I just got to get on the other side of that door, see what's going on down there. What do you? Uh, wait,
2: wait, wait. We wait, we wait, 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 want some treasure. Wow. Well, yeah, you want
1: some treasure? Don't no. no.
2: Yeah. I'm not no, here. Yeah. I'm not here <laughs> for tre- Hey! Well-known hey, thief hey, here. Hey.
1: hey. Now I'm trying to be straight up with you I'm here on a very specific mission Given to me by the dwarf Amadeus Now you're a dwarf, he's a dwarf I don't see why you're giving me so much trouble over this Alright, that's fair I came here looking <laughs> for a painting And I'm just trying to be honest with you here Straightforward okay. above board All right, That's all I want Now can we please just go Inside Well, well where's, 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 uh, where's Nakatomi How come he didn't come down with you guys
4: Boss, do you want me to kick in the door?
2: <laughs> yeah, just you're not kicking me
1: in. That's not are happening. Are you talking to a door right now? Is this really happening? Yes, Matthias, we are talking to a door. Okay, there is a talking door in front of me. This- Here I am, talking door. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. I will does, anybody, does anybody
3: know uh, what oh, happened to Nakatomi? I think he's dead, isn't it? Isn't that what, uh, isn't that what they said? I know where Nakatomi is.
2: Oh yeah. Well, why don't you why not you uh, bring him bring him on down here and uh, we'll get we'll get he'll, he'll sort this out. And I start hey. kind of scratching my neck.
0: He's um he he is
4: dead. Hmm. He is no longer with us. I could go get Sid's body if you would like. And no, 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 no. Are you
2: are you fucking with me right now? He's no, dead. No fucks. Oh, man. This sucks. He's they, dead upstairs, on the, on the on the very top of the tower. All right. Well, what did you say? Would what, what, you would you guys say you were looking for painting?
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. painting. It's supposed to be his best work. <laughs> well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh,
2: boy, that really uh, that really makes my situation kind of shitty. Because, I mean, what am I gonna do? I mean, the choice is yours. We could bring him with us. Can we bring him with us, boss? Nah, man. I, my soul's in this thing. I mean, I'm fucking stuck here forever. You are a very nice door. That's a great door. Yeah, man. that's nice. That's kind of you to say. I what appreciate. are you, oak? No, no, this is iron. Oak. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Common mistake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I can, see, I can see how you'd be confused. <laughs> it's dark. You're a half-orc. It's fine. You're probably an idiot. So, so back to opening the door. What? I would much muchly appreciate it. I mean, what's what's the point? When yeah. Dead, yeah. Exactly. I could look at his skull for you if you'd like. Yeah. I could show you his dead body right now. No, no. It's uh yeah. Goddamn fucking Larry. All right. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Yes, yes, well, I'll, just, uh, I'll, I'll open the door. And you just see this iron door just right moves inward on hinges that were on the back side of
3: it. See, he's got hinges. We could totally take it down. You know He's what I'm opening
1: saying? the door.
3: We yeah. don't have to take it down. <laughs> we this. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm thinking, the name Larry. He said it twice now. I'm like, where do I know the name? Where do
3: I, I feel like I know Larry? It's got to be a different Larry. <laughs> do you do you remember Callahan, the the widow necromancer? He knew he knew Larry. That's where it's from. The dimensional shackles. Hmm.
1: Maybe someday I'll meet this Larry. Yes, that was a quite a fun little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. All right, doors open. Have at it. I don't know. Good luck. You got the stones,
1: right? Oh, we've got the stones. Okay.
4: Wait, wait,
2: wait. Yeah, I mean you're not getting any stones. hanging.
1: We we do we we do what stones? He's talking about your balls. Gallstones, man. right? No. <laughs> so,
4: so why are we still talking to the door? Can we go in now, please?
1: Yeah, well,
2: I mean, have at it. Good luck, I guess. You don't got the stones. I don't know where. That's out. That's beyond my capabilities.
1: Um,
2: no, I'm sorry.
1: So this, <laughs> I was, I, I thought you were talking about something else. What, what are these stones now? Yeah, you'll see. And well, that's uh, the face kind.
2: on the door solidifies. And you see just past the doorway, there's a short little 10-foot hallway, and it opens up into another small room. And this is all masoned-out stonework, and it's cold to the touch, betraying the fact that you guys are so far down into the earth. As you step into this small little room, before you are three arched doorways with three iron doors. On your left is a Iron door that has been painted red. In the center is an iron door that has been painted kind of a yellowy bronze kind of color. And on the right is a iron door that has been painted green. And they have this very ornate stonework arching around them. And up above at the top of each doorframe is a sculpture of a screaming dwarf face with its mouth agape. And before each door, a carving in the stone on the floor in Elvish.
1: Is this place giving anybody else uh, the creeps a little bit? Why are all their mouths open? That's that, yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. I mean, no creep is in a, you know, a
4: room 100 feet down in the ground made of stone. I mean, nothing more than that.
0: (laughs) Guys, should we be worried? Like, I didn't bring any of my
2: weapons. (laughs) <laughs> you just came down here Raw. <laughs> just raw dogging it down into the dungeon. It just well, as to you did. God damn it. <laughs> I would
0: like
4: I'm a little concussed.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I died. Oh, mildly concussed. Cool. I would like to what are the what do the etchings say in Elvish? You speak well, obviously you yeah, speak Elvish. So uh. High. uh
2: on the floor in front of the red door, it says... Which is on the left. Yeah. It says, be consumed. Okay. On the floor in front of the yellowish-brown door, it says, be humbled. And on the floor in front of the green door, it says, be deceived. Well? Does it say which way we should go, Yan Yon? I, I mean, I tell them what the doors say. Be consumed. Be humbled. Be
4: deceived. Well, good adventurers always go left, my friends. Shall we try the door on the left?
0: Um, yeah, um,
4: uh, this is not my strong side, but yeah. <laughs> and this one says, uh, be deceived, is this correct? Be consumed. Uh, oh, be consumed, oh, yes. Yeah, you can read it too. Yeah, so, my guess we shall be consumed? Is this a, uh, a... Cannibalistic sort of uh, rituals that you must do. Maybe it's war Oh yes, this is. I've heard of this in the cities. Uh, it's quite the fetish. It. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, <laughs> please, a explain this more to me. I would like you to uh, enumerate. We don't really have time for this. Okay, well, <laughs> we shall be consumed. So how, how shall we be consumed? I, and I, I'd go over and open. No, you don't. No, you
2: I don't. You cannot open the door. There is no handle. Oh. Similar to the one that led into this room with the face of Ludwig in it. There is no handle and no visible
4: hinge. Can you say something about uh, how we must have the stones?
3: I'm gonna go back upstairs.
4: Yeah. So you guys,
3: as Matthias yeah, say that,
2: you you turn and you see Dodge walking with intent up the stairs.
4: Are you going to get our equipment? Because we would very much appreciate that if you would.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I'm. I need to grab my stuff. I'll. I'll go with. I'm. I'm right behind you.
1: I just keep walking. Yeah. Same. All right. But see, I'm kind of grumbling to myself all the way up. All right, so you guys go up this hundred feet of
2: stairs, Damn. and it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. By the time you get to the top. Sweating profusely. Yeah, in your chainmail. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. And these stairs are not friendly to small gnome legs. I stay down the okay. uh, stairs and just am examining all the doors and just kind of... Okay, yeah, why don't you give me... Um, Uh, investigation, I guess, as you're looking at these doors contemplatively.
3: That's going to be a 13?
2: Yeah, you you get the sense that they're probably magically sealed.
3: I'm going to search Han's ash pile.
2: So, in his ash pile... Uh, why, uh, well, why don't you give me an uh, investigation roll? <laughs>
0: uh,
2: no, it's not. That's not necessary. I mean, it's 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 readily there. The pile exists. All you have to do is uh, sift through it. Yeah. So you find his studded leather armor. Yeah, don't care. Uh, so. He has. He was wearing bracers that look pretty ornate.
3: I guess I'll take him. <laughs> Okay. They great. look super I'll cool. Put yeah, gold, I'll put them on shiny gold and I
2: guess I'll take them. Like, all right. I'm just going to pause briefly to put them on. Let me just make a note of that. I really love everybody, too, just grabbing magic items just all willy nilly. Like, it's great. Like, there's no. Yeah, no and by the like, way, I'm no jumping things.
0: stairs, by the way. <laughs> Are you using that ring? Yeah. I- I'm jumping. Okay. <laughs> just figuring it out. I, I like to take. Two steps at a time, and the first time I did it, I took sixteen steps at a time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but in the spiral circus, so you kind of like hit the wall and kind of bounced <laughs> off a little bit. Like a fucking pinball. <laughs> um, I definitely go directly back to the pile of stuff that is ours and I'm just grabbing all of my things. Great. So Dodge uh, you, you also
2: find Hans's sword, which is mundane.
3: Yeah, I don't like it anyway. Yeah. It's too uh, big for me. And I prefer a finesse weapon. You find his coin pouch. Uh, I'll look inside it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, why not? Why, why not? I mean, I
3: know, yeah. Who cares? Like, I gap. guess I
2: just totally walked up these fucking stairs yeah. to find this, probably. Coin pouch, whatever. And that's him disintegrate? A coin pouch? None of his shit disintegrated, only his person. Everything Convenient he was wearing, everything he was wielding, everything he was carrying was immune to the magical effect of the witch bolt. It just destroyed yeah. his body. His body just bubbled and just... Yeah. Electricity, yeah. yeah. So... Extra crispy. In the coin pouch, you find 16 gold pieces and 7 silver pieces.
3: I don't, I'm not taking the money. Okay.
2: But you also find 3... <laughs> Jewels. Bingo.
3: (laughs) Bingo, bingo, bongo.
1: A ruby, a citrine, and an emerald. Yeah, pocket those bad boys. Flash one to you. I'm actually just getting to the top of the stairs. (laughs) When when I hear you say bingo in the other room. Yeah. And I just kind of, I know what you found, and I just (sighs) put my hands on my (laughs) hips, and I'm just like, well... I guess I got to go back down.
2: And Holly, Holly <laughs> peeks, her, peeks her head in from the front door and says,
4: did you find the painting you were looking for? No, I believe that we have just found the bingo. Uh, whatever that is, I don't know. I just told my friend, he said, the bingo. <laughs>
0: I, I start
4: walking back down the
2: stairs. <laughs> okay. All right, so you guys come back down eventually to the room with the three doors. Dodge, I presume you
3: have these stones, or did you give them to Biggle? I still have them, Um, and when I get to the bottom of the stairs and I go back and see Yanya, I'm gonna say, "Think fast! I'm gonna toss him the red one." I look at them immediately. Mm -hmm. I toss you the red one. Just the red one? Yeah.
2: Okay. I put the red one on the left door. Just on the door. You set it on the door and it slides down. <laughs> it slides down the iron of the door and kink.
1: All right. Maybe, try, I, uh, I maybe pick, try putting it in the mouth. I think mouth they go on there. the mouth.
4: I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> I I am. Yon Yon, you just kind of <laughs> frustratingly
2: look at everyone.
4: Was that is what we were all thinking. So, I mean, yeah, good do. I'll what just you want. pick it up and put it in the mouth. Yeah, so you stretch up your
2: narrow thin frame Mm -hmm. and are able to reach up there and and immediately this door illuminates in a bright red color and casts the shadow of your figures on the walls of this chamber. And the door opens up inward. And you can all see past the doorway a small room about 20 feet square. And on the left hand side is a small chest maybe a foot wide, and a little less than a foot deep, and on the right-hand side is a large chest. About four feet wide, three feet tall.
4: Hmm. A lock?
0: May I have you for a moment? Yeah, yeah, boss. What do you mean? Could you, um, head over there and open up those chests for me? Yeah. Um, Thank you. Just, like, rip it open?
2: Yep, It just opens the chest. Yeah, okay. So, a lock as you approach you step into the room and everyone's behind you in this (laughs) chamber still and you see that the chest on the left does not have a lock on it but the chest on the right has a big like the big chest has a huge chain draped across it with a giant padlock
0: um i'm gonna try the open one first maybe there's the key in there okay just (laughs) open it okay uh uh, yeah so i open it
2: (laughs) god (laughs) <laughs> as you do the rest of you see this darkened room immediately illuminated with a burst a cloud of flame that spews forth from this tiny chest oh I just kind of step slowly out of the, out of the doorway just... <laughs> lock, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw alright a potato it's gonna be a bad it's man. It's gonna it, be a three. That's that succeeds, right? Oh wow. Oh, I rolled very poorly. That's three D six fire damage that blasts into your face. I rolled a one, a two, and a three. So you take six fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing is there's a just this spout of flame spewing from this thing and it knocks you back on your it knocks you back onto your back and it's still spewing just flame pouring out into the air of this chamber and you all can feel the heat emanating from the room Boss. so i can
0: assume that means be consumed and it's, <laughs> and it's
2: still yeah it's still spewing flame and a you're laying on your back and the flames kind of flying over you after it hit you. Um, boss, do you want me to try the other chest? <laughs> do I have to? Yes.
3: I'm gonna Come walk ahead. in and shut the chest.
2: That's a good choice. Yeah, you see a his his green orc flesh is completely blackened.
3: Yeah, I'll, on his I'll face. extend a hand to yeah. help him up. Thanks, uh, Do- Dodge. Thanks. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Hey, listen up. I'll take it from here. Don't worry about it. Why don't you go catch your okay. breath? I'm sorry to send you in like that, but I assumed that it was booby-trapped,
4: and you were the most suited to deal with that situation. I, b- Wait, I believe you that kn- your spectral hand would have been the most suited for the task.
1: This
4: is neither here nor there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the one that
4: snapped <laughs> me in the face when we were in the room. I just think that it would have been the wisest choice, but Boss. I will see myself
3: out. I just gla- I, glare, I glare at you. <laughs> I'm going to take a crack at this lock with my lock picking set. Okay, great. So as you <laughs> approach the large chest. yeah, I've been itching to pick a lock this whole time, man.
2: And you, you're reaching into your pouch and getting out your lock picks.
3: As I'm doing that, I'd like to take a minute to reflect on the trajectory of the flame. Okay. As it relates to the chest that I'm now standing in front of. Right, so that if flame bursts from this one, you can... That and also, if for some reason the other one becomes open again, is it just going to, like, blast me? No. Okay, cool.
2: No, you're far enough on the other side of the room. Yeah, I'm it,
3: taking it. I'm taking very carefully with this lock. But wait, you're telling me you're not going to investigate the other one? There might be something in there. Yeah, uh, you can go ahead and hail that one, boss.
2: So, as you approach this larger chest... Yeah. And you're coming toward the padlock with your tools and you kneel down before it. The chest itself opens up to reveal a gaping maw of a mouth with salivating teeth. Oh man. In a large purple tongue that reaches out for you. Got our first mimic, yo. By this time I want to say like I've st- stood up maybe. Yeah, Dodge
3: helped you up. Um, let's go ahead and roll initiative, guys. Just to be clear, I was being very careful and attentive to possible dangers. Oh, thank God. I'm going to say this thing gets a surprise on you. What? No, uh, yeah. I wasn't surprised. I knew it was trapped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he positioned himself tra- right on.
3: Yeah. It was trapped. It was trapped Chest the whole time.
4: Okay.
2: Uh, I rolled well enough for the mimic that I'll say. <laughs> I'll say that you're not surprised, because you were cautious. So, Dodge, what is your initiative? That's a 20. Ooh. biggle 19. Yon-Yon? 20. God, good God. You guys. It's right there, dog. <laughs> <laughs> A-lock? 11. I make it very clear that I roll in front of everyone, always. Matthias? 7. All right, Dodge.
3: I'm going to... D- pseudopod... Yeah. Is reaching forth. <laughs> Grossly. Yeah. It's nasty. It's grossing me out. I'm going to jump backwards and open the other chest. Oh my God. Okay.
4: I, I get out of the way. I, I
3: don't, don't way. know why. Well, then I can stand next to it. So you stand to the
2: side of the other yeah. chest and open it up. Yeah. And flame spews out. Totally. And just starts billowing out in this black and orange cloud. Lighting up the room and forcing you all to sweat. Biggle, your chain mail is just feeling incredibly oppressive at this point. You have opened the chest. Well done, Dosh. Thank you. <laughs> Feels good. Give me a perception roll as you do. Oh yeah.
3: Perception. I think it's an 18. It's actually a 17.
2: Okay. Yeah, you see that there is a mechanical working inside the chest itself with pipes metal pipes and tubes that are somehow connected to something deep down under the stone that is feeding up through this chest cool and as as the heat is blasting you in the face uh but you're standing to the side of this fire yon yon what would you like to do i peek my head in the doorway
3: Mm-hmm. The green one please At dodge you ain't getting shit from me. You better help me out of this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not some install? No. <laughs> Get that wand of yours
2: out. I haven't spent as a wand. <laughs> 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 indeed you have. I'll just cast uh, Firebolt at the mimic. Okay. A so nat twenty. That is a nat twenty. That's, well done.
3: I think the third twenty I've rolled tonight. Yeah, weighted dice. Mm, that, was, no, that, that was that was, a was regular, regular, dice. regular yeah. die dude. I saved. All right, go
2: game. ahead. and uh, dice, uh, plastic. That that was, that's legit. That was, yeah. That that was, go ahead and roll the dice. Doesn't mean it's How not. How many
3: twenties can Trevor roll? A lot. On. In one campaign, that's seven. So fourteen damage total. Right?
4: Roll it
2: again. Or? No, you, oh, roll you rolled it twice. Again, right? Yeah. Uh, thirteen damage towards the mimic. Nice. Ooh, got him. And it, and you can see as it shakes from the reaction to you hitting it with this spell, uh, it's chained to the wall. Ooh! And it kind of amorphously starts to lose the shape of this chest and becomes this kind of purpley blob and is fighting against its chain and coming toward dodge and a who are still standing in the room biggle what would you like
1: to do as you watch all this transpire get out of there dodge and i throw a, i throw a little potion in there and the mimic needs to make a dexterity save and beat my 13 which it's going to do at disadvantage
2: because it's tied down I rolled a 16 and a 15 so it's bouncing off its chain and the vial just splats on the floor yep cracks and he's fine Book. Dodge you can see that it's struggling against its bonds as it tries to get toward you and a but it does not have enough movement um, due to its being chained to the wall and it's just ravenous like a junkyard dog do you think it's hungry
3: <laughs> Who are you speaking to? It's probably best if we don't find out. I don't know, Bubba. I'm trying to test that theory.
0: Let's let, let's get out of here.
3: Fine by me so you guys... <laughs> it's not my leave. turn. Now. I don't know. Yeah, 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 Well,
2: We can say, unless you guys want to continue to pummel this thing with spells and weapons,
3: that you can get out of the room.
4: Can, can one you of want. you move, move the, the
3: small chest? Does it turn... Uh, I think it's attached to the ground there, fellow.
4: But I mean does does it turn though, like a like a uh, what is what is the term uh, like a like a tired uh margarite like, uh, yes, like a lazy susan? Yes, like yes. it a lazy susan. Yes. Tired
3: have well done. This chest uh, has nothing in common with a lazy susan. But have you tried it though? All right, you know what? <clears throat> I come out of the room. You can go in there and in there and uh, get after it, son, if you really want to. <laughs> oh, f- fair enough. This is, uh, uh, do you want to use your, your uh, ghost hand to,
4: to shut the door for me? I'll just shut it with my real hand. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, and then I'd like to walk into the room, kind of like skirting the wall uh-huh. and going toward the chest and try to, like, turn it. Yeah, no, it's stuck to the ground. Then we leaves this place. <laughs> Then we hear it, Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I it, think he's uh, probably dead. I don't know. This purpley
2: mimic blob that had taken on the form of a chest is just thrashing against its bonds, trying desperately to get at you guys. And it continues to take the form of a chest, sort of, and then goes back to its purple blob form, and then
0: just,
2: you can hear the chain just snapping and rattling against the stone as it's trying to get you guys as you
1: leave the room. Perhaps we should be more cautious when we open the next door. Astute observation, my friends. Now, Dodge, may I have the green one,
2: though?
3: Flip it over to you.
2: And I'll grab it and... Put it up over the green door. Yeah. Great. So a green light illuminates the room briefly and casts your guys' shadows against the wall. And then the door opens and you see a very similar chamber with a chest that is medium in size. The other room had a small one and a large one. This one is a medium chest. It's sitting in the center of a 20-foot square stone room. And it's just the one? Just a one chest. And what were the words on the ground?
1: In front of the green door was, be deceived. Um, can I make an intelligence check? Assuming these are magical chests? Yeah, what do you, I mean, I, I just want to kind of know, like, what where, where Bickle's head's at. Well, I'm thinking that this last door, there was a magical chest creature in there, mm-hmm. and then a some sort of trapped contraption um and i want to have an idea of what i'm walking into before this i assume it's going to be some kind of a trick okay so i would do a i would do a perception check but i as a gnome i have this ability yeah
2: i'm just trying to like i I, i'm trying to get a sense of what it is you're trying to do what it is like okay so I, I don't I'm, want you to just roll dice and I give you information. I want to know like
1: what 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 Bigel wants to know. Well, I want to know if this chest is,
2: illusory a, or is, real. Yeah, or, yeah,
1: yeah. Basically, like it's basically trying to see the magical um, properties of this room. I assume. Yeah. So or, or this chest. gives me the ability to basically make a heightened intelligence check on the thing that I see, <laughs> if I have an assumption that it is a a thing, and that it's either magical, alchemical, or technical, Okay. and I get to use twice my proficiency bonus to determine that. So, where normally I would make an intelligence roll, I get to add an extra bonus to it. So, I'm making an intelligence roll on the chest to determine whether or not I think it's a real chest. Great. Yeah.
2: There we go. That's kind of what I was getting at. uh, All right. So you're looking at this chest and you're like, oh, all yeah. right. I've seen
1: this before now. Okay. Yeah. So I want to know so, what Yeah, go do. ahead and roll. Ooh. <laughs> That's going to be a, let's see, hot seven. From where you're at on the edge of the room with
2: the door, yeah. standing in the door frame, right. it looks like a normal chest.
1: My senses are saying that this chest is uh, okay, but I, my gut is telling me that I'm wrong. I think before we move forward,
2: we should see what all the doors present us. Dosh?: And I grab the copper. Yeah, so Dodge, you kind of flip like a coin. Yeah. You flip this, uh, this citrine toward Yon-Yon, and he puts it up in the mouth of the dwarf, and the room illuminates in a yellowish gold, and the door opens, and you see... Other than the other two rooms, which were just immediately opened into a square room, this one has a, like, 20-foot hallway before it opens up. It looks like it opens up into a similarly sized room with a chest in the center of that one as well. And what does it say on the ground? It says, be humbled. I am going to go to the room on the far right and walk towards the chest. Mm Mm-hmm. When I get about 10 feet from it, I'm going to drop to my knees mm-hmm. and cast Mage Hand mm-hmm. and try to open the chest. Yeah, so uh, you're in the in the green room, in the Be Deceived room. No, the Be Humbled one. Oh, On so th- right. that, that one has the... Lo- no, Be oh, so Humbled is in the center. Okay. That's the one I'm going into. Okay, so that's so the, the long hallway? The long hallway, yeah. So you're going to start walking into the hallway? Mm-hmm. You get... Two feet into the hallway, and you feel your foot step on a stone that recedes into the ground, and you hear a click. And the rest of you see the ceiling of the hallway come crashing down onto Yon-Yon. Yon-Yon, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw to see if you can jump back out of the way. This was hot dice.
4: Um, That's going to be 20. Yeah, you...
2: Wait,
1: what? <laughs> how? A, how I can have, that possibly be dude. a 20? I have
4: plus three to de- dexterity,
2: and then I rolled a 17. Oh my plus Jesus! Plus three Christ. to dex? Uh, As a wizard? <laughs> that's, it's it's intelligence and then dexterity, dude. Uh Jesus. Yeah, you... The I'm moment your foot steps on that stone, Dumps you just charisma. instinctually... Jump back, yeah, I the way imagine you it's came. Just like I feel it, and then I just literally roll backward, like yeah, and you feel a rush of air pressure push toward you and over you as this this ceiling of the hallway comes just slamming down the whole extent of the hallway and then slowly raises back up and I put my I put my I imagine I'm like sitting down on the ground almost frightened and kind of put my hand over my mouth and then I go into the center room which is the room that's the be deceived that's not the center you're in the center one the one to the far right is the be deceived then I go to the green door okay and that's the one that Biggle was just checking out the rest of you are kind of watching this. I'm watching back. <laughs> back. I just got <laughs> watching I burned. I have nothing
4: to do with any of these rooms. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: I, actually, I, I'd like to. I don't know. I'm reflecting on the machinery of that chest, and I'm wondering if I have a feeling like I could disarm it in the in the red room. Okay. Like, do I get this? Like, yeah. G- uh, g- like, me- is it worth a try? Do I think that I can like give
2: me an uh,
3: insight roll? 15 you think
2: that even if you were able to disarm it it's not going to be worth your time that the whole purpose of that was to punish someone who was greedy be consumed by your greed okay you suspect that there's you you get the sense that there's probably nothing in that chest other than A (laughs) flamethrower Exactly (laughs) Which is The workings of which
1: Are deep down in the bowels Right Okay Do we get the sense um, That there's anything else In Outside of these three doors Is there anything else In this room that we're in That we might be Overlooking I, I again Make my
2: Way to the The green room Okay The be deceived With the single chest And you said It's just a 20 foot room 20-foot square room, yeah. 20-foot
0: square room. With a single, single medium-sized chest, sized chest in the, in the, the center. center. Boss, be careful. Just, just, just be careful.
2: <laughs> and a little puff of smoke <laughs> comes off your face <laughs> as you say that. I uh, Again, I'm going to cast Mage Hand and have it open the chest. Okay, yeah, it opens up handily. No issue. And you see the kind of... On the outside, this chest was painted a a lovely lavender color with gold framing, but on the inside, you can see the old wood grain of the chest. I walk up to it. And you peek inside and you see just a vacuous, empty space of wood with two single gold coins on the bottom. Can I make an arcana check here? Sure. What are you trying to ascertain? I'm basically trying to ascertain if there is an, uh, illusory wall, basically. Okay. Here. Fuck me sideways.
1: Yeah, that's a three.
0: Yeah.
1: What do you, what do it's you got in there, Yan Yan? What do you got in there? I don't know.
2: There's something in this room, and I don't know. Yeah, I walk in there. Okay. So yeah, you walk biggle you walk up next to yon yon and you see this just like, disappointingly empty chest. It seems larger than it was given how empty it is. Uh can I move it? Uh yeah. yeah. Actually, you I can try to pick it up. Um I mean it's too it, big it, like, for me to. The, you you can you can't quite pick it up because okay. it's too big for you. But I
1: can feel it but, moving around. Yeah, and you okay. can kind
2: of scrape it around. It just feels like a normal chest with two single
1: gold coins in it. Huh. Uh I'll take one if you want and you can take the other. Are you referring to the coins? Yeah, and I reach in and grab a coin. Oh, great. You and grab the other one. Yeah, you guys both pull out a single gold coin. I look at the coin. Is there any marking? It no. just looks it totally looks like normal. standard Cesorian currency. What the fuck is going on with Nakatomi, man? This is weird. Not really. Wizards are annoying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why we're friends, Pickles. Where is this
3: painting? I don't know.
2: What are the rest of you doing while you see Yon
4: Yon and Biggle pull out these single gold coins? So after everyone like opened up the other doors, I'm standing in the doorway of the Be Consumed door. Mm-hmm. And I'm just pulling dried meat out of my pouch and just breaking it off and throwing it at the mimic, watching it catch it. That's awesome! Yeah, and, and then you, just kind of watching it, be like, "Oh, that is a good mimic. <laughs> that is a very good mimic. Good, good mimic." And yeah, and it just. Throw it. <laughs> I believe that it is calming down. We might be able to do things in this room in, in a minute. I'm just going through my dried meat. Yeah, and it just <laughs> snapping against the chain. And I believe that we have made a connection.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you had jerky on you this whole time.
4: <laughs> Wait! Did you eat all of your jerky on the way over? I always eat my jerky the first <laughs> night. Always. See, this is this is your problem. You always I know. Just, I, yeah, you need to ration yourself. I have a problem. We will figure this out when we get back into town. Can, can I? Can I have a bite of your jerky? <laughs> Absolutely. Hold hold on. Uh, a lock. Uh, hold on. Is is it? Uh, hold on. Is this- I'm holding. Is this a good boy? Are you a good boy? Okay. Don't, M- Matthias. And I toss it at your face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just kind of slaps. I don't even your try place, to catch you it just at drop, all. Yeah, you just drop your arms <laughs> to the side and just look at him and shake yeah. your head. Yeah, very it, game. <laughs> Dodge, what are you doing?
3: I'm examining the floor down the middle hallway. I'm right, just like good. standing I'm right rumbling. at... Like, right at the threshold, and, like, my face is down, like, pressed up against the ground, and I'm just trying to, like, see what's going on on the floor. Okay. Yeah. Give me an investigation roll. Uh, I think we said that was a plus one, so 18.
2: Yeah. Uh, this, this whole floor is rigged to smash anyone who attempts to walk down this hallway. The whole floor. Yeah. I mean, the whole floor of the hallway. The chest is in an open room on the other side of the hallway. Uh I want to come out of that room. Mhm. The one the be deceived room. The be deceived room.
3: What's what's what have you discovered? Dosh? Oh, uh yeah, you'll get smashed if you walk <laughs> down here. <laughs> how
1: long uh how long do you wager that hallway is? I see where your head is at Are you thinking else? what I'm thinking? I think I am. Alok, would you come over here <laughs> for a moment please? <laughs> Boss, um, and I put Alock again. I do the classic move. Alok, listen to me carefully. Yeah, boss. This is the moment that we hired you for, Alok. We have a very you specific need some, you need job someone. for you. Wait, we need someone with your abilities. Your my my Genesect, quoi? Exactly.
0: <laughs> do you remember the the rings that I gave you? Yeah, the ugly one. Yes. Yeah, I,
2: I, I'm i wearing it. And I kind of, like, put both of my arms around his shoulders and kind of move him over to the room and just kind of position him. Now, just jump straight
4: ahead.
1: Wait, what? Just um, whatever you do, don't touch the floor. You just got to make it in that room, pal. And I slap him on the butt.
4: Um,
0: um, um, go in that room, boss.
1: Didn't the ceiling fall on you, boss? Well, that that's why you can't touch the floor, see? So if you jump... Oh my God, you If guys. you jump over it, then you're going to be fine. And you're the only one who can do it. Um, I frantically am
0: trying to get the ring off my finger. <laughs> frantically. And, we we uh, could lose a mimic. It's very tight. Um,
1: <clears throat> uh, what if I, I'm pretty no, strong? I'm I, ju- what if I just throw one of you guys? I'm, 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 I'm sure that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can find another. I'm sure we can find another way. You know, lock it's okay. Boss, it's okay. I, I, I mean, if you're not up for it, I guess it's like I, I didn't think you could do it anyways.
2: I mean, it's not like you was stronger than anything and can jump very far. I mean, I can jump really far. Okay? Can you jump really far, Zo? I don't really think you can, though. I mean, listen, give me the ring. To... I'll do it. Yeah, just if
0: you're going to be afraid of it. Yeah, I, I will. I, I will. And uh oh, this is starting to backfire. Um uh <laughs> uh, it's,
2: it's gonna it, suck your fingers uh, as You pull yeah, it off I, I'm, I'm using any uh, I pull it off and I, I throw it to you Alright so Bigel you catch this ring Yeah And I put it, it on. Put on. All right, yeah, and it's, it's huge It's almost the size of a bracelet uh-huh. for you But you put it on and It okay. shrinks down to fit your finger
3: Alright
1: Yeah I jump the length of the
2: hallway Jesus Christ no you don't oh. Because your strength What's your strength modifier yeah.
1: I thought it was speed. No. It's I thought degree. jumping yeah, was jumping related to strength. distance is different than jumping height. Oh. Uh, you need to do some math. Okay. Well, that sucks for me because I thought that it was a speed-based maneuver that I was making. Length, length is. Am I the only one who can do this? Pretty much, yeah. The reason why I was trying I, to get not think do so. Is, I think you're pretty much... If, if I can't do it, I don't think that anybody can do it because... Not that my character is special at it, but well, I, I think that it would be too strength. I think it would be too far either way. I was thinking I could get like a running jump and go. When you make a long jump, you cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10
4: feet on foot immediately before the jump. Up to your strength score.
1: So you Just know, score. Oh, is so 8 or 8, yeah. So then I triple get to eight. triple that. So I'm good to go. Right? I'm good to go. As All long right. as I run 10 feet, I can go 16, 24 feet. Okay.
2: I highly underestimated the <laughs> power of this ring. I would have never given it to you. I that's realized not that
1: that's what it was. Long jump. Pretty good. Okay, I jump. so I get the ring. Shitty. I slide Sh- it on. Yep. Anybody want to make a wager? I'm just kidding. And then I take off.
2: Yeah, and because you're so short, thankfully, you're... Head barely scrapes the top of this hallway. You can hear my chainmail scraping for a split second. Oh, you have a chainmail hood. Oh yeah, nice, love it. Yeah, little sparks fly off, and you land in this chamber on the other side of the hallway. Whoo! Did you make it?
1: Oh, I got this. Yeah, you guys see him at the other side of the hallway, and I, I take the ring off and I chuck it back down the hallway.
3: I'll catch it
1: and then I'll throw it back at him. I think I'm going to need this to get back. I wanted somebody to come and join me. I I don't want to do this by myself. Just opens the chest. I fucking hate you guys. So I'm standing by the chest. Yeah. I'm kind of sizing it up. Yeah. I knock on it. I look at it. Sounds hollow when you knock on it. I walk over behind it hmm and then I reach over the top of it. Yeah, and open the chest and duck down on the ground. Okay Yeah, the rest of you guys see his form disappear behind this now opened chest And nothing happens Okay, I stand up Walk around the other side of the chest boss. Are you okay? So far so good. Yeah, you look inside and it's completely empty.
2: What did you find? There's nothing in here that's what I thought. And then I'm going to go back into the room.
1: Oh, it's what you thought? Why didn't you say something about that then? <laughs> I wasn't suttant.
2: And then I'll, I'm going to go back into the room, the, the be deceived room, mm-hmm. um, and I would like to make another arcana check for another like illusory wall or some sort of illusion. Why don't you just walk up to the wall? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, if that's what you think it is, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, you're right. I think it's. I don't. I don't. I think that there's literally a wall in here. So I will directly where the chest is. I will walk towards the wall. And the, just keep the going. back wall. The back wall, and just keep walking. Like you're just gonna walk right into the wall. I'm gonna walk up to the wall, and then I'm gonna put my hand on the stone, and your hand goes through the stone. Sweet. I'm through gonna walk an illusion. Through the stone. There we go. Well done. The rest of you. See yon walk into this room, and he walks past the chest and disappears through the back wall.
0: Where, where'd he go? Boss?
2: Yon-Yon, you can hear Alok's voice yelling for you, boss, boss. But you know you're in the right spot. You're in a small little stone alcove behind this illusory wall. And before you on the ground is a velvet sack. About three feet long, laying limp and empty on the ground with a golden hempen rope at its end. That's it? That's it. Um, And the sack is empty? It's just, it looks like an empty piece of fabric on the ground. Yeah. Um, Open the sack. (laughs) (laughs) I, I walk up and I open the sack. It's, yeah, this, this, the... Deep exhale, exhale, and in the moment with me is the struggle of knowing that I knew this was the room, mm-hmm. and I doubted myself, and so it just—I go and I, I open the sack. Yeah, and immediately you know what this is. I'm not even going to make you do an arcana roll. The moment you grab it and see objects inside,
3: bag, of- bag
2: of holding. This is a bag of holding. A sure. magical sack that from the outside looks empty and weighs a pittance, whatever its fabric, fabric weight is, but on the inside can carry hundreds of pounds worth of objects. You've seen one of these at the Academy, and you begin reaching inside and pulling things out. The first thing that you grab is a small ivory figurine. It looks like a bookend, maybe a set of bookends that are rather erotic looking one is a ivory statue of a female elf rather busty and the other one is a male elf that seems to be suffering from some severe
4: priapism Uh, To say the least, (laughs) the the wood of the morning. Is that an
2: (laughs) endowment? The wood of the morning, indeed. How big is his cudgel, though? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, these look incredibly valuable. Um, You pull out a coin purse that feels very heavy. Um, You pull out a flute carved out of wood with the shape of a maiden on the bottom side of it. And you get a strong magical sense from this flute. I'm going slip, to slip that one into the kimono. Okay. You pull out a small, well, I guess in this case, a large, a uh, larger than normal sized pearl. It's about an inch in diameter. Spherical pearl. And you get a strong magical sense from this thing as well.
4: Also slip that into the kimono. <laughs> This is going to be a real naughty kimono, <laughs> <laughs> just like, like lumpy. You're
1: going to walk out and just like,
4: hey, I I guys. just lumps all over your silk kimono.
2: Like, so uh, what happened in there, yon And then I also want you, I'm going I'm, to, I think I'm going to do this with some treasure hordes. I'm just going to have you guys roll from the table. So go ahead oh. and roll a D100 for me. 2D10s. Use a hot die. It's going to be 35. You pull out a small potion that is swirling with a green and brown liquid. I'll leave that in the bag. You're going to leave it in the bag? Yep. You also reach in and cut your finger on something. Do you want to...
4: Okay, pull it out, dude. All
2: right. You pull out a dagger that is... has a very dull blade on it with a handle Uh, Wrapped in black cord. And it is very unassuming. And you, for whatever reason, are are profoundly disinterested in this dagger. Yeah, I remember Dodge briefly mentioning (laughs) something about hands looking for a dagger. Yes, but this thing looks so mundane that... I don't care. Pearl, flute, (laughs) what's more shit in here? Let's keep going. The last thing you pull out is a small... Ornate square of wood. It is a gold embossed. It looks like a picture frame if it had shrunken down to just the frame with no picture in the center. And you get a strong magical sense from this as well.
4: I will close the bag. Mm hmm. Put it on the right hand side of my kimono. Okay. (laughs) The pearl and the flute are on the left hand side.
2: Okay. And I will. Walk out of the illusory room. Okay. And
1: you guys Biggle, you're still in the other room. I've jumped out at this point. You've jumped out at this point, okay. And uh when I get to the other side, I take the ring off and I just flick it back to lock and I wink at him. That wasn't so bad. Yeah, worked for you. <laughs> Don't worry. You've done enough to catch our eye. Ooh, Alock. How does that statement sit with you? It sits well.
2: It <laughs> sits really well. Uh, yeah, you put the ring back on. I'll put the ring back on. Okay. My finger. Yeah, it expands from Biggle's tiny gnome hand size to your giant half-orc sausage finger size. And you're all standing in the uh, this main chamber with these three doors, and you can see Yon Yon emerge through this illusory wall. I will walk up to everybody, and I assume we all kind of like, I'll wave everybody over. Into a huddle and I will pull out the bag of holding and just kind of dump the contents out on the ground hands out And as I do I want to pick up the the square block seems to be probably the painting It looks like a painting like the frame of a painting like a very ornate wooden gilded frame if it had been shrunken down to the, to just a frame right. a frame with nothing. But like in the those center. like you could put your hand through it. It's like a rectangle of, of yeah. wooden frames. Like air in between though. Yeah. I wanna do an arcana check on Okay, yeah, go ahead.
4: This is do you fuck me on this one? It's two,
2: <laughs> Or that's uh five. But I mean you, you you've Get a sense
1: of magical... That's got to be it. That? That little thing? Can we pull it? Can I pull it apart? Ooh. I love that you're the one
2: that chose to do this. So you grab the frame from...
4: Like, (laughs) let me see!
2: (laughs) From Yon Yon. And you immediately know what to do. And you open this thing like a... Like a computer window, (laughs) expanding. (laughs) And as you do... This magical canvas presents itself to you guys. And it's like looking through a window. And you can see the Kintree forest, this forest that you've been in, laid out before you. And it is gorgeous. In a way that you have not experienced it's pristine and full of color and life and you can see the trees swaying and the clouds moving in a beautiful sky over this treescape and a bird flies by on the canvas but when you go to touch it it feels like like a canvas and biggle you can kind of shrink it back down
4: or open it up as wide as you please
1: what do you say we get on out of here?
3: Sounds good to me.
4: There's one last thing that I would like to do. Uh, Dodge. would you like to unlock the mimic and I will throw it into the hallway and want to get crushed?
3: Yeah, that's a hard pass. Fair enough.
4: <laughs> I thought it would be fun for us to do.
3: But why are you, why are we are on the topic, Dodge. What's up, boss? Would you like this dagger? Uh, I'll pick it up off the ground.
2: Daj, when you look down at this dagger, the rest of you guys see the same thing that yon saw, which is a very mundane-looking mundane dull blade with black cord around it. Daj, you look down and you see the dagger that yon gestures at, and you see a jeweled hilt.
3: You sure you want me to
2: take this? And a golden blade. That's a fine piece of work right there. Silver-threaded handle. It's almost as though it's illuminating the room as you look at it and yon yon gestures to it and you see it and you hear a voice in your head say
3: yes stash finally you know maybe you ought to carry it back no (laughs) 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 i've brought you here we're meant for each other. I'll pick up the dagger.
2: You feel more powerful than you've ever felt in your life.
3: Oh, this ain't so bad. It's a pretty nice dagger. It's pretty ugly. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, huh? I guess. You ask your wife about that. She'll explain. What? It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll scoop. I'll scoop
4: everything else <laughs> back up into the bag of holding. And shall we leave? This is a very silly tower I believe that we should leave,
2: yes (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and with that You guys start making your way up the stairs gonna do it for this week so after an epic battle in the tower followed by an ensemble excursion into the traps and tricks of a dead wizard's vault the players at long last found the painting that Amadeus sent them to find what what is this thing it's clearly magical Clearly magical. And speaking of what is this thing, does Dodge now have the dagger that Hans was seeking? The dagger that belonged to Hans's grandfather, Heinrich? The dagger Heinrich supposedly used to kill or attempt to kill Holly's sister? And Amadeus's love? Was it the dagger itself that pulled Dodge back from the edge of death? And to what end? Most importantly, how are the players feeling now that they've retrieved what they came for? Was it all worth it? And what will Amadeus say when the players confront him with his past and the truth? More answers to come next time as we bring the story of the lonely art collector to its conclusion. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and for sharing in this adventure with us. If you haven't already, hit those subscribe buttons on whatever podcast service you're using. And if you're stoked on what we're doing, tell a friend who you think might like it as well. Your recommendation is going to mean more than any, you know, random Facebook post I make to to my friends who at this point are probably sick of hearing me talk about the podcast, to be honest. Uh, also, huge thanks to everyone who has taken the time to write us a review. Like John again, 420, who wrote our very first review ever and said, quote, this is the best podcast I've ever heard. End quote. That's uh. Well, thank, thank you, John. That's very, that's very kind. Uh, or Katie, spelled K-A-I-T-I-I, who says, quote, I tried to D&D once and got overwhelmed. These guys make me feel like I can do it. I look forward to these episodes each week. If you like laughing, this podcast is for you. Heart emoji. End quote. Thanks so much, Katie. You can do it. You can. Before we wrap for the week, I want to say thanks to Stumptown Coffee Roasters for their passion project grant and helping us fund our equipment budget. Thank you so much, Stumptown Coffee, and for keeping me caffeinated. Thanks to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off the album Broken Machine. You can find their music at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And most importantly... Thanks to you for sitting at the table with us and for every table you sit at, every creative endeavor you engage in, every story you tell with your friends and every minute you carve out to do something meaningful, imaginative and fun. Uh, You inspire us. So thank you. Don't stop. And remember, the right play is the fun play.
3: Yeah, my name is Jay, and I played D&D in
1: 1984, a long, long time ago, and my character was a dwarf named Eelheart. and if it was as fun as you guys make it sound on your podcast, I would still be playing today. Thanks,
0: guys. Bye.